like to bring out a fundamental yesoid try to help us grow and reach our potential I think this is a very fundamental yesoid you can learn from this week's parasha regarding this in Yad we have in this week's parasha we have Yaakov and Esau Yaakov Avinu ultimately develops to become the Bechir HaAvot. It becomes the choice of the Avot, means Avram Avinu began planting the seeds and building his children, but ultimately Yaakov Avinu was the one who was Maimed Shvatim. So ultimately he became the one who was the foundation of the Shiftei Kor, the foundation of Klal Yisrael, and he had a twin brother, and his twin brother became the Shoresh, the root of all of the evil in the world. Amalek comes out from him. So you have two boys. They were twins. Born from the same parents. Raised in the same house. Got the best education. And one of them becomes... The Bechir Avot, and one of them becomes the Shoirish of Ran Debriah. What happened there? How did this happen? How did this take place? And we know that the Torah tells us, it defines who Yaakov Avinu was. Yaakov Avinu's Ishtam Yoshev Ohali. Now that's a very watered down definition. For someone who was the greatest man from the greatest men that walked on the face of the planet is to say that he's the Ishtam Yosheb Alim. And the same thing when you look at Esav. Torah defines Esav who he is. It says Ishodeh Asaid Ish Sadeh. That's also a pretty watered down way of defining the source the Shoresh of all evil in the world, who did many, many terrible sins. So Rabbi Ruchum speaks out, I'm going to try to say a little oymek here, but the plan is based on Rabbi Ruchum. Rabbi Ruchum says, the Torah is not just telling me stories, it's not telling me my sin, the Torah is trying to teach you, that's what the Torah is about. And Torah is teaching you how did Yaakov Avinu ultimately develop his potential to the actual, to become the great man that he became. That's because he was Ishtam Yosheva Ali. Esau, on the other hand, was tremendously talented. If you look in the Sefarim, you see there's a Chidor that Mashmi was even more talented than Yaakov Avinu. Tremendously talented person. And that's why the Mepharshim say that his mind, his brain, his head was buried in the Maharat HaMachpelah because he had tremendous kaikas. Tremendous. He wasn't lacking talent. He wasn't lacking intellect. He was a London. He knew his stuff. But something else was wrong, and because that was wrong, so Esau 
with all his talent and all his knowledge fell to the lowest levels possible because of this thing called which in what the Torah is teaching us is don't be so confident in yourself you're so smart you're so talented you're such a London you have a lot going for yourself that's great but that's not what it takes to succeed and then not it's not what it takes to overcome the challenge of your yetzer there's some work that a human being has to do so I'm going to say it in these terms okay Yaakov Ishtam means that his tamim, his shalem, is complete. What does that mean a person is complete? What it means that a person is complete, if you look at the beginning of the Sefer from the altar from Kelm over the Azamayman explains that a human being has two parts to himself. He has the part of himself which is a spiritual part. He has the Shama. He has the Schelech Alekaimimal. He has all the Midot that come along with that. And then he has a body. And the body of man has its tendencies and its desires. And it's the job of the human being to reach peace. Shalem. To become Shalem. Where his body and his mind are not on two different programs. That means that he has a complete shlita on his goof. In level one, maybe the goof still has a mind of its own, but he's able to control it. Ultimately, he has to bring his body to a point where his body sees itself only as a levush to the nefesh. So they come to a shalem. Yaakov Avinu was shalem. He became Yaakov Ishtam. Tam means that Yaakov Avinu had complete shlita over his guf. The Melo, since he was Ishtam, that's why he was able to be Dovok Hashem with Yoshev Ahab, which I'm going to explain that to you. That's very important. Because we're all in this business and we want to be Yoshev Ohalim. We're going to try to understand the challenge of Yoshev HaHal. The challenge that stands between your understanding, your knowledge, that the right thing is to sit and learn. The challenge that stands between your values and your practical be able to sit and learn is this point. A person can't just be Yoshev Halim. Because Shekida in learning, Horving in learning, Hasmada, Amelis, the goof is misnagged that. Your body doesn't want it. So when a person doesn't have a Shlita Sagof, then his whole value system goes down to the garbage when the goof gets wakened up. That means, let's just take Asa for a second. We unfortunately learn partial like we learned in kindergarten. So we think that Esav was like a loser of the highest level that Kielu, like Lamashal, let's say you see a kid walking around with a few hundred dollars in his pocket. He's a kid, he doesn't even know the value of the money. Found it in his house, you know, or something like that. 
So you go over to the guy, he says, listen, I'll give you a couple of chocolate bars, I'll give you a toy. Give me a, I'll make a trade, you know, I'll make a deal over here. He doesn't even know what he's selling it for. And then you get the money out of him. So we think like Esau is like that, you know. Yaakov Avinu saw he has Bechayra. But he doesn't know what he's got. Give him a couple of lentils. Pull the Bechayra out of him. You know, that's not the... Zelo Hegyoni. understood the value of Bechora equal to Yaakov Avinu. Nonetheless, that's why his brain is in Ma'arat HaMachpelah. Because in the Seichel he understood the value of the Bechorah, the same. So how do you sell the lentils? Because he didn't have sleep on the goof. So once the type of the goof comes in, all your Seichel, all your knowledge, all your Havana, all your Shittas, all your Ashkafas down the drain. Because you don't sleep as a goof. So the nafkamina between Esau and Yaakov is shlita hagof. You understand? The male, if someone can have a shlita on his goof, and then he can be dumber and learning, <coughs> because he's able to have his goof involved. You have to get this story very clear. I was looking at a chosid yaivitz in the Masechet Avot, his mama says this point. I'm going to try to make some practical work here. But he says this point. Because he's in the Mishnah that says in Masechet Avot, second parak, Rebbe Lezer Oimeh, Hebe Shakud Lilmod Torah. I mean, dedicate your life to Amelus Hasmodah, a life of dedication to Torah. Then he continues. The door, and you should know how to answer Lapikoros. And you should know in front of who you are toiling. And then, the one that you work for, I'll give you like random stuff going on here. Says the Chosid Yadis, it says like this. Shma. He says, talks about the mile of Shekidah, the learning, and how that's the greatest, the vacant Hashem. And then he says like this, It's against your nature. And therefore what? If it's against your nature, then once your nature starts to kick in, you're going to go to work. You like money. That's it. Shkida ahin, shkida I don't care how many schmoozes you hear, the Torah is gevaldic. Dvekis ma'ashem. But, so is the cars you want to drive, and so is the suits you want to wear, and so once that kicks in, the way you, the goof, you're fighting with your teva, you're fighting with your goof, all your knowledge up here is not going to win. doesn't win. Body wins. Shlitas ha'gof, you have to make a work. And he goes and he explains how each one of these things are part of the work. It's arichas. But doesn't mean that you, you go into a debate with apikurs. He says that doshah means apikurs in yourself. Inside yourself you have a little apikurs there. 
It gives you all kinds of svaras. So he says, yeah, if you want to be a Shiva man, you want to be a Ben Torah, you have to know your Emunah cold. That your Yetzirah can't stop playing with you. I know the purpose of life, man. You can't pull one fast, fast one past me. You have to know that. Good. You have to learn about the godless haboyre and the godless haboyre. Each one is a whole schmooze in itself. I just bring out a point. And then he says also for the, for the laziness of your body, your body has to know why it's investing in what it's investing in. You have to know schar Whole schmooze here. But the point that I'm trying to bring out from this chasim yaivitz is don't think because you're good in learning, or you can get smart in learning, and you can you, you have values, and you heard a lot of shmuzin, and you have ashkafa, in general, general strong ashkafa. Bottom line is, Asaf also had all that education. He had all the education. He was not lacking any education whatsoever. But he wasn't willing to make the work. He was not willing to make the work to be able to work on the shlitas haguf to make sure that the guf doesn't control him. That was the difference. Yaakov Avinu was able to be Yoshev Holom because he was a Ishtam. Because he was able to control his guf. That's why he was able to be Dovak Ba'ashem. Esav was not. Now we need to know that. It's a very important thing to know that. We've been learning in the morning in Masilai Sharim about Prishas. And kvishas ataivas and all those kind of stuff. This is work that a human being has to do in order to be able to overcome the tendencies of the body. Because people do exactly what Esav does. For a car, you sell your own nitrius. Mr. Hazami the Gomor. But the same thing is the guy selling his nitriya for lentils. Same thing. No nafkimina. But you're not a fool. You're not a fool. But you have no sleep on your goof. You know nothing about what self-control is. And you know nothing about that when the minute the goof comes into the picture, you are like a twig. You snap like a twig. And nobody can be so confident in themselves that they can have overpowered a goof. No such a thing. I was saying over that kviyas itim latayra. Why is Chazal say kviyas itim latayra? Should say kviyas itim la business. You have to stop to do work. So what do you need? Hundred dollars a day. Okay. Because they eat them the business. What kind of thing is that? The terence is, it's impossible to make kvias eat them for business because Taiva's moment will control you with all your decisions to learn, work only for two hours a day because it will go endless. You can't have a self-control in Taiva's moment in the Bineu Bay from the Zah. You can only have a control if you make kvias eat them for Taiva means you made an outside get there. That means you have another schedule. So you have to stop because of the other schedule. Not because I'm stopping making money because I want to stop because I decided to stop. You can't stop. 
Zachaya. Because the money will take you and take you and take you and take you. I am going to give away my nitzis. It doesn't make sense. I'll give away my shalom bodies. It doesn't make sense. I don't have time for my wife and kids. I'll give up my kids. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. Your goof is in charge now. So if a person makes up a kvias eating with his wife, let's say, that one hour a day, they put the phone away, they sit with the wife and kids, okay, that's a kvias eating. You have to do outside stuff. There's no built-in bay self-control. Which is the whole problem of the internet. Because the internet is endless about the possibilities with no built-in self-control. It's impossible. There's no resistance. Anything that's in type of world that doesn't have a resistance just goes on and on. That's the problem. Once upon a time, a guy had a type of arayas. There was at least a resistance on the outside. He had to go over challenges from outside. So the self, not that he's just a choshev guy, he has self-control, is that there's built-in resistance on the outside to get to it. So a male, there's built-in resistance on the outside, and you use the gedar and the bachut. Okay, you can talk business. But if, if you're relying on your own ashkafa, and your own shitas, and your own morals, and your own values, that's not going to work. Because the thing itself, once it's activated, morals and values are out the window. You understand? That's the way it works. We have to realize that. So part of the avoid, like he's saying, with emuna and all these things, is to try to work on shlitas aguf from a, from a higher level. But there's a level of shlitas aguf that has to come from the bottom, and there has to be also a clear, conscious realization that you are so weak that your resolutions by themselves don't mean anything until you're willing to make outside boundaries. We have to know that. That's a reality we need to know. We were discussing the other day, me and some of you like, about Tesla, right? So the Tesla has in the thing, it has a computer that doesn't have a filter. There's not. So could you depend on your intellect and your level of Yerushalayim and where you're holding right now and you say, listen, I'm not planning on using this thing. I'm not interested in using this. This is my value system. I have a wife. I got kids. I got, I got a value system. It's true. I can pick up the phone in a second and activate the service and it's only 20, 30 bucks, whatever it may be. But I'm not there do I need a gather or not? Okay, so if, and you have to understand the oimik of dizach. Because now that your seichel is working and clear, it doesn't make sense you would ever do such a thing like that. Sell your wife, your kids, your soul, your nitzchias for lentils. Impossible. But when the goof wakes up because... Your wife just had a baby and she's suffering from postpartum depression and you're going out of your mind because one kid's keeping you out at night and then you hatch. And then your goof comes and says, just, 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 just click the thing, you know, 10 minutes, you'll watch Torah anytime while you drive, huh? And the next thing you know, your values, your future, your marriage, your everything is down the drains. Because when you live in the dimmion that you're in, you think like life is always going to be perfect, you know? Always going to be horribing and learning. 
always enjoying the sugya, always feeling matzliach, always having shalom bayis kishmak, always parnasa going great. I, I wouldn't even have a half a minute to do such a thing like this because where I'm holding like mehechatesi. That's like a very small person, small-minded person, because life is complex, and complex makes nisyonis. And this yearnings, wake up the goof. When you wake up the goof, you sell everything down for lentils. You know how many people went gambling that they sold everything for lentils? Everything. And they're not retarded people. But they got to that point in life that they don't have a shlita. You don't have a shlita on the goof. Everybody needs to work on shlita saigof. Everybody. Me, you, Everybody. We have to understand the power of the guf. The power of the guf could take a man like Esav, that it says in Chazal, until 13 years old, and in those days 13 years old was a pretty old man. People were getting married at three. So the guy was 13 years old, and he was equally as good as Yaakov. Equally. Chazal. Equal. In level and everything. And he was, you know what Asa's biggest problem was? Self-confidence. That was his problem. Esav comes from the Lashon of Asui. He was a made man. He didn't have to work on himself. He had so much talent that everything going for him, he was confident. He was confident in himself. That's why he was Adam Batel. You know why he wasn't a master? He didn't see the reason to. When a guy is good and he's talented and he's smart and he knows everything, what does he have to work for? But little did he know that he's like a feather compared to his goof. He's a feather. And that's what happened. So we gotta be careful, you know, we gotta be real and we gotta be careful. We have to know we have a body and we like money and we like things. And therefore, we have to be careful. Again, Chakov, this is a black, not a black and white world. Right? He always reminds me to say that. It's not a black and white world. Okay? It's not from a parush, kadosh, to a bum low life. You know, it's like one or the other. No, 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 it's not like that. It's a work. It's a work. But the first thing we have to be is aware. We're aware. We have to be aware. A lot of guys have great hashkafas. I know a lot of people have great hashkafas. They have people say, you know, this kid he has unbelievable hashkafas. And he does. But his life and his hashkafas are two different ball games. Because he doesn't have the strength to live with his hashkafas. Because his body owns him. And while he's having the right hashkafas, but he doesn't have the strength to live according to his hashkafas, he's eating his life up. He's eating his nitzchiyas up. We have to work on that prat of avoida. Everybody, different level, different way, different approach. It's not the point. The point is to be aware that this is the difference. It's not how much you know. It's Rabbi Rabbi Saul Salanta says this word ba'etzim. He said you could become a adam gadol. It's a chiddush what he said. You could become a adam gadol without leaving a musa, but you can't get rid of the ra within yourself without leaving a musa. And one day, this big, huge powerhouse of Adam Gadol, with one Nisayan, 
that awakens his body and awakens the tendencies of his body and his taiva will knock that building down in five minutes. Because he didn't learn Musa. That's what he says. That means that there's a work besides for learning how to learn, besides our smother, there's a work there that we have to be careful that the tendency of the body doesn't knock down this person who has the right hashkaf and the right mindset and the right clarity. That's the point I just want to make, okay?